0: Show. We are broadcasting live. We're at the War Memorial on the banks of Lake Michigan. As we head into this Memorial Day weekend, remembering what it's all about. Glad to have you on board. 877 867 1670. 877 867 1670. Hey, a reminder uh, speaking of uh, you know, honoring those that uh, do so much for us, that, those that are in the military, veterans, and their families, don't forget coming up on Sunday, September 4th, our motorcycle ride benefiting Fisher House, Wisconsin will take place. For those watching on the Bud Light live stream, all you got to do is use your phone, scan the QR code, and you're registered. Otherwise, you can simply go to FisherHouseWI.org, FisherHouseWI.org, and there is a bevy of prizes and great things that are coming up this year. Look for a uh, a detailed video and a detailed note coming up over at uh, 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 Facebook.com slash Big Unit Poker Run as well. Follow that page because it will update, and we will update that accordingly. But uh, we're just crossing the T's and dotting the I's on a few things. You heard one of them today to, to those of you listening to the program that, uh, we hope, uh, that his health will allow, but to, to, greet us at the end of the ride, we are hoping to be, uh, you know, that he will give a little talk, so to speak for a couple minutes on the stage afterwards would be the only living medal of honor winner in the state of Wisconsin. That would be Gary Wetzel. Hopefully he can join us. Uh, if he can't, it's completely understandable. Uh, but that would be the, the cherry on top of the Sunday because we have a great ride planned. We have a great event. we got a great band, great stops. All of our sponsors along this year with us, uh, with Wisconsin Harley-Davidson, Pottawatomie Hotel Casino, Bud Light, MKE Brewing, downtown Milwaukee, also all of our terrific stops, which is the Rock Complex, Alpine Valley, and Knucklehead. They're all great people. Um, It would be great to get Gary to come on the stage as well. So uh, I encourage you, if you're a rider or know someone who is, uh, scan the QR code and uh, and get signed up, and we will, uh, we will see you there on Sunday, September 4th. Looking forward to it. A um, couple of things. Um, uh, real quick, the weekend, we, we've got, what are you more excited for? And I think this is interesting because race fans, you've got NASCAR running. You've got the F1 in Monaco, which they've been advertising the hell out of, and the Indianapolis 500. Which, by the way, Miles Teller, Miles Teller out of Top Gun Maverick, known as Rooster, Bradley Rooster Bradshaw, son of the late beloved Navigator Goose in the long-awaited to the sequel. Miles is no stranger to action-packed roles. He is going to be waving the green flag for the 33 drivers racing for history, and uh, he is going to be the uh, dropping the green flag in Indianapolis Motor Speedway this weekend. What are you most interested in? Obviously, there's Bruce baseball. We know that. you got the Heat and the Celtics coming up tonight. So if the Heat get a win, then it goes back to Miami. If the Celtics get a win, they close it out, and then we are set for the NBA finals. But when you look at this Memorial Day weekend in the sporting world now, in the sporting world, in the sporting world, what do you most look forward to? I, As much as I love baseball, and I do, I am a baseball fanatic. I uh, cannot wait for the hot dogs. I can't wait for the beer. I can't wait for just that feel, summer warm weather outside. I love it. Love it. But this weekend I have an affinity for the Indianapolis Motor Speedway and the greatest spectacle in racing. And I cannot wait. Cannot wait. 8778671670. Ben, what are you what, what are you looking forward to this weekend? Now, you're heading to Chicago. To tear that town up, I understand that. Which, by the way, I got a good bar selection for you, too. Uh, But Hmm. what are you looking forward to this weekend?
1: Well, get on the golf course. Uh, Confidence goes down into the basement, but it should be a good time. I don't know. I'm going to watch a lot of sports this weekend, but uh, now that the PGA is, is behind us, I never really watch a tournament like the one that's on now. I don't know. It's I the fact it's a 3-day weekend, I don't have one specific thing I'm I'm fawning for. I can't say the NBA playoffs have really done it for me uh, up to this point. Every no. game's a blowout.
0: I uh, I'm looking forward to the, uh, the the IndyCar. Um I I love the IndyCar because in a couple of weeks they're going to be here in the state of Wisconsin. So whatever happens, whether it's controversy, or joy, jubilation, underdog winning, whatever that happens to be, I get excited about it because that media frenzy, that that push, will then translate over to Road America, we hope. So I'm always looking forward to that. Uh, obviously, F1 has captured many's imagination because of the docu series on Netflix and the fact that they have now raced in Miami, which was a spectacle within itself. I know that's uh, exciting. I, I, you know, we, obviously baseball. But, uh, but I agree with you about the NBA. Once the Bucks were done, it has not been spectacular. It has been almost a bit of a yawner because the expected has not happened. We expect Boston to get a win, and which, that being said, they'll probably lose. I'm not going to put any money on the game. That's for damn sure. And what the uh, Golden State Warriors did to the Mavericks was just basically dismantle that team and send them scrambling. Now they got to put some pieces... Alongside Luca, but um, yeah, I, this weekend I I'm, I'm looking forward to relaxing, and I'm looking forward to the racing. I think the most obviously there's NASCAR too, NASCAR, and what uh, what they have coming up on on uh, during the evening, we'll say. As and by the way, Jimmy Johnson said he's not uh, adverse to running both, doing the Indy 500 and then you know flying off to do the Coca-Cola 600. Uh, after that, he said he wouldn't mind doing that and trying that out. So. Because Jimmy Johnson has jumped over to over to IndyCar, so we'll see if he ends up uh, deciding to commit to that possibly next year. But anyway, um, it's just a, you know a big weekend coming up in that realm. So I and by the way, if you're going to go to a bar in Chicago, now one of the cool places we went to. Uh, there's two places that we went. One was upscale, and one was was not. Uh, have you ever been to the uh, the rooftop bar in the Trump Tower? No, I've not rooftop bar trump tower now the night we went there it was uh storming it was getting ready to storm so the rooftop bar was open until they closed it uh obviously for inclement weather but you could see the lightning and you could see the clouds and stuff off into the off into the distance and it overlooks the the river uh it is a spectacular view and i highly recommend it then there's a bar called three dots and a dash you ever been there no. Three dots and a dash is like a, a basement tiki bar. You go down like 30, 30 stairs. It's in an alley. You go down 30 stairs. you got to find it. Google it. But you go down like 30 stairs. It's like going to an inside tiki bar. And they serve these giant drinks that are you know have dry ice in them, and they're flowing over, and you get like five straws with it. And um, just make sure you're Ubering. That's all I'll say.
1: Hmm.
0: All Just right. By the time I, I – we, we did two of those. There was four of us. And by the time I got back to the hotel, uh, I couldn't tell you my name. So <laughs> I'm telling and, – and I – you know, it, it's more your crowd than it was mine. I was – we were dressed up. We were part of that uh, Gridiron Greats last weekend. Uh, so we, I was in a suit and tie. Everybody else is in there in, you know, jeans and T-shirts and, you know, looking like you're going to a, a Hawaiian beach. But uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a really cool place, really cool place. Never knew it was there, but it's in an alley. You're gonna have to gonna got to ask for it, but Google it and then get see if an Uber driver will drop you off. It's not bad. It's not overly expensive. Well, it, it's kind of expensive It's Chicago, but it's not overly expensive. But but uh, go there, go there, and go there with at least four friends to enjoy uh, one or two of those big giant punch bowls. Just just a little tip, there you go, yeah, I was
1: gonna say Eight, my seven, uh, seven. Go my, my salary doesn't nearly go as far in Chicago as it does here in Wisconsin
0: in oh, terms, that's of, for damn, in terms of drinking, oh my God, no, I completely agree with you. We went to uh the Trump tower and had uh, a couple of beers, and the girls wanted a um one bottle of vu vuve cliquette I think is what it's called or something like that it's a it's a, it's a champagne, and you can get it uh, in the stores up here for like 55 bucks a bottle about, on average. You can get it a little bit cheaper, a little bit more expensive. Uh, in the restaurants, I know there's a re- local steakhouse that I've had it at before. And it's like 150 bucks for the bottle. Down there was 340 for the bottle because I thought, yeah, go ahead and get it. No big deal. When I got that bill, I almost fell over. Oof. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Knowing what I pay for it here, you know? Cause I've got three or four bottles of that stuff in the, in the uh, in the the wine fridge downstairs in the bar. I'm, <laughs> I'm like for forty five bucks, you know. Yeah, I'll take that. But and then they give you that bill at at three hundred forty five dollars. Like holy mackerel! I almost fell out of my shoes. So I had to fill out a credit app. I got denied a couple times, of course, and I had to work it off. So, but I'm, but we're all good now. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven. 1670, you want to hit us up? Please feel free to go ahead and do so. What are you looking forward to this weekend? What's on the agenda when it comes to uh, when it comes to the big events? You got uh, F1 in Monaco, the Indianapolis 500, and you also have uh, NASCAR running as well. So you got a lot of pageantry going on this weekend. You got obviously the Brewers playing in St. Louis, and if the Brewers could get a couple more wins out of this series, I'd be ecstatic. It'd be fantastic. So uh, looking forward to that as well. But a big sports weekend coming up mark says uh, the indianapolis 500 the greatest spectacle in racing is always on my television even if it's running in the background it's a must see just to feel like you're finally venturing back into summer appreciate the email i would agree with that 100 percent agree with that it, it's just it's almost like a rite of passage for summertime uh this one's from our buddy Stephen richfield good day again thank you to all veterans for your service and all that you have done. Enjoy your weekend. It's well-deserved. Uh, I would say that Craig Council, the best manager in Brewers history, I believe he's going to take them deep into the post uh, into the playoffs this year, and even perhaps, dare I say it, a World Series. His handling of the pitching staff has improved over the years, and it is clear that he is a players' manager. Kudos to David Stearns and Mark Antanasio for recognizing that and keeping him from the onset. I don't know if you saw the article of Quay Walker and his speech at the Milwaukee High School Sports Awards what a tremendous speech. I think that the Packers got a, a blue chip linebacker and definitely starting off on the right foot in the community. How refreshing is that? Remember to wear a poppy this weekend to thank all of our veterans. Steve, appreciate it, man. Good stuff. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Again, 877-867-1670. So it didn't the, the audio of the chair busting up didn't come through. I didn't hear it live, and then I'm going back oh. to try to
1: find it, and I, I don't think it really went through, unfortunately. I,
0: I wonder if I, when I went back, because I'd hit the button, I wonder if I was, as I was going back when the chair popped, if I hit the button and it, uh, it muted it. Do you remember because what? Because I thought it was open.
1: Zach was talking no, I about? I
0: remember. I have no idea. I was too busy just trying to hold my big-ass body up. <laughs> just, I was praying to God, because there's nothing behind me, so that I knew I could do like a quick tuck and roll. And I'm sitting here today with the the cords. Um, I they, they go to like a switch that pops on and pops off so I can turn the mic on and off. And they're extended. So I pulled Had I just been plugged into the box, oh, my God, everything would have came down. We'd have been off the air. But because I've got 12-foot cords on this thing, it just kind of rolled with me, and then I got back up and I went back over and sat in the chair, and and you know just kind of recouped for there for a minute and listened to what what else Zach had to say, so I could go oh okay, and then ask the next question. But I, I have no idea; I couldn't tell you. But it was when Zach was on the air with us—that's for sure. That I know. Uh, Let's do this. We're going to step away, take a quick break. On uh, this Friday edition of the Bill Michaels Show, we are so glad you're with us. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Epoxy Flooring. Done right. Get a hold of our buddy Sean over there if you're looking for an epoxy floor, a polyurea coating. Maybe a company outside of the state of Wisconsin did it. You're not happy with it and you can't go after them, so you got to do it right here for somebody in the state of Wisconsin, providing Wisconsin home and business owners... Epoxy floor coating and polyurea surfaces at a reasonable price. Great workmanship. Different colors, different finishes, even painting the room you are doing. They can do that as well. They're located right here in our own backyard. From Green Bay to Milwaukee to Madison, everywhere in between, go to EpoxyFlooringDoneRight.com. That is EpoxyFlooringDoneRight.com or call our buddy Sean, 262 443 2852. Again, 262 443 2852. That is epoxyfluorinedoneright.com. 262 443 2852. More of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up right after this. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. You got the hit. Welcome back. A couple of segments to go before we get out of here. The Bill Michael Show coming to you live from the Wisconsin War Memorial. We're on the banks of Lake Michigan as we head into Memorial Day weekend and uh, enjoying ourselves. Here today, don't forget the ceremony tomorrow down here for the Field of Flags honoring those Wisconsinites who have uh, paid the ultimate sacrifice. So that is going to take place down here tomorrow as well. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at the Milwaukee Bed Bug Pros. That's Milwaukee Bed Bug Pros. And uh, I've been telling you about this for a while. Whether you have, say, bed bugs or ants or what have you, or maybe you just want to be preventative uh, if you own properties. This is something you could use, 414-877-5811, 414-877-5811. Again, 414-877-5811. Get a hold of our friends at MilwaukeeBedBugPros.com, and don't let the word Milwaukee fool you. They go a lot of different areas, so give them a shout. Again, 414-877-5811. Get a hold of Michael over there, and they can help you out. And by the way, they do it discreetly. I've uh, been telling you that for a while. So they don't show up at your house with great big bugs all over the uh, all over the van or anything like that. Uh, they do it discreetly and uh, also with building owners, uh, property owners and such as well. But, again, 414-877-5811, milwaukeebedbugpros.com. And, uh, like I said, be preventative. You know, when it comes to the stink bugs and the box elder bugs and roaches and ants, and it doesn't necessarily mean you have to have them. It means you want to keep them out. And they do that as well. So, good stuff. 414-877-5811. Uh, glad to have you on board tonight. Okay, uh, Ben, I, I haven't even given you the grid, if you will, for the Indianapolis 500. The starting grid. So, is there a, a race favorite that you have right now? Anybody that you're looking at in particular when it comes to the uh, the race grid?
1: Oh, I'm going to embarrass myself with my lack of knowledge.
0: No nobody in particular that you have an affinity for.
1: The thing is I've I've followed I've followed the NASCAR headlines and the rivalries. I know a lot of people hate Joey Logano. I I uh-huh. don't really know why. I just know there's hatred, but I how much of an overlap do those guys go
0: and and race in these? Cuz I thought no. Um well, You've got Scott Dixon, who's, who just smashed the pole record at 234 miles an hour. One of your favorites, obviously. There's Jimmy Johnson, who's trying to win it, coming out of NASCAR a couple of years ago, the seven-time NASCAR champion. He needed a massive save in the first turn of his final lap and didn't advance out of the uh, round of 12. Um, Dixon, along with others, uh, the other three Honda-powered teammates that made it, uh, the reigning IndyCar champion Alex Palou. Hello, uh, there's Marcus Erickson there. Tony Canaan is always a fan favorite. Ed Carpenter. Uh, so you've got different guys like that. So you, 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 but you don't know. There's uh, also um, some of the uh, fan favorites, a uh, guy like Elio Castroneves, who has won that thing numerous times. There's nobody in particular that you uh, say are eyeing. I actually am.
1: I think my guy is going to be Santino Ferrucci. Tell me why. I can't say much about his racing prowess, but the name is electric, and he looks like he would be good. (laughs) Okay. Come on, say that in an Italian name. It's unreal. Oh, Italian accent.
0: Well, that was like the old Emerson Fittipaldi. Same thing. Emerson Fittipaldi.
1: Yeah, they're good at sports.
0: I can see it. Yeah, okay. All right. Just checking. Just checking how to do that. So you got uh, uh, Alex Pellewa. With uh, Chip Ganassi, I believe. Um, Will Power, obviously, with Team Penske. There's Graham Ray Hall. good name, by the who way. Who is uh, Graham Rahal? Will Power, yeah, good name. Will Power, and Will Powers led some, led some. Joseph Newgarden, uh, who's another one. Um, Scott McLaughlin. There's Christian Lundgaard. Uh, numerous that are there, and then we talked about Scott Dixon a little bit earlier and such. So. We'll see, see what happens with the Indy, Indy car coming up this weekend. I'm excited. I am. Uh 867 1670 877 867 Then you've got the game coming up tonight. Do the Boston Celtics get the win and end this thing tonight? Or do the – by the way, is Tyler Hero playing tonight? Do you know? Haven't seen. If Tyler Hero is playing tonight, maybe he gives the uh, the Heat the offensive prowess they've been needing. And maybe they get that boost. If he's not, then I think the Celtics end it tonight. Do you agree? I hope so. If you were a betting man, where are you putting your money?
1: Ooh, let me look up the line. Uh, because I think the Celtics win tonight. But I don't know how much they're favored by. I hope they win. I'm so done uh, watching the Heat play basketball. Plus, I think Celtics Warriors, hopefully, we might finally get games that aren't decided by 20 points.
0: Right. Both of those teams, when you get the Celtics and the Warriors in the finals, and I say when because I think it's inevitable, you are going to have two of the best defensive teams. We talk so much about their shooting prowess beyond the arc, and it is a three-point shooting league now. We know that. But you talk about two defensive teams that play really good transition basketball because they get turnovers and they don't allow second-chance opportunities. This this is going to – while it could turn out to be a really high scoring series, and I don't but I don't think it's going to. I think you're gonna see games that are just over a hundred, and I think you're gonna see games decided by four or less. I don't see them becoming blowouts. Because both teams yes, they shoot the ball extremely well, but both teams also play really good lockdown defense. So I'm j I just I wonder First of all, it's a look into the future as to what these two teams are going to be like and then what it's going to take to get the Bucs back to this, this point next year. Because is it going to be just something as simple as saying Chris Middleton's returning? Because I do believe Chris, I, I, I think anyway, my my thought was that had Chris Middleton played in the series, that the the Bucks probably win it. Even though this Boston Celtics blew him out a couple of times, I still think the Bucks could win it. But I keep thinking to myself, what do the Bucks need to get? But it's the same thing everybody wants. And everybody wants a perimeter shooter that can play lockdown defense. I just don't know how many of those guys are going to be out there on the open market. You know what I mean? Yeah, and
1: the Heat are eight and a half point underdogs tonight. I looked that up. I think I would take the Heat yeah. with the points if I had to guess, if I had to bet on it. But I think the Celtics win. But yeah, I agree with you. And the thing is, they're not really going to be able to answer it in the draft because you rarely see guys taken where they're going to select, you know, have an impact day one. So we'll see. There are always guys that are overpriced in the free agent market. But then you wonder whether they can keep Bobby Portis and those guys around while also having to pay too much for a guy that will help. So it'll be interesting. I
0: I don't want to see them lose Portis. God, I don't want to see him lose Portis. And as much as I I still – I know people say it was no big deal. I still think with the loss of P.J. Tucker, that attitude, that junkyard dog material that he brought to the table, I just – I felt that that was somewhat missing. Even though Bobby Portis brought some of that, I think that P.J. Tucker was – when it came to defense and that tenacity, he was kind of the straw that stirred the drink. And I I just – I don't want to see them lose Bobby Portis on top of it because I think then defensively it, it just it's detrimental. You can still guard on the inside with Brook Lopez, but you lose that that energy, that energy edge factor before it's all said and done. I, I just I, I don't want to see them lose that. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. By the way, Rick says I'm pulling for Jimmy Johnson, but I think Dixon's going to dominate the race. Uh, this is from Jason. Jason says uh, I look for Dixon to blow out in front of everybody. And get ahead. It's going to come down to pit stops, though. If his team is the best team on the on the grid, then they're going to end up winning the race. Um, he, he, You know, he by far had the fastest car in qualifying. So, yeah, you're right, probably right. But then again, who knows? I mean, the, you know, when they qualified, was the track hot? Was it cool that day? I, I don't – I wasn't paying attention to the weather. And it's promising to be a upper 80s. So it's going to be mid-80s to low 90s in that area with, with humidity. So that track could be vastly different going into the race uh come sunday so we'll we'll wait and see uh 877-867-1670 want to hit us up do it this portion of the program brought to you by our friends at mke brewing a great place to view sports get some food some craft beers ninth street downtown milwaukee going to mke brewing and tell them we sent you we'll be back coming up right after this covering wisconsin sports like a blanket this is the bill michael show on the wisconsin sports zone radio network they're racing, and you don't want to miss it. June 9th through the 12th, it's the NTT IndyCar Series Paulo Grand Prix, presented by AMR. For tickets, go to roadamerica.com. Glad to have you back. Welcome uh, to the uh, special edition today of the Bill Michaels Show. We are broadcasting live at the War Memorial watching the uh, the coast guard right now It's kind of slowly putt around out in the uh, the harbor that is the front harbor of uh, Milwaukee and a couple of sailboats floating around what a beautiful view uh, i've never been up here on this fourth floor of um, of the war memorial before but that's where we're broadcasting from and the field of flags uh, are being substantially added to and i've been watching the progress as the morning has gone on for those that have not seen it, if you're watching on the Bud Light live stream, that's just a portion of the flags that were there earlier this morning, and it continues to grow as they put in another six thousand flags um, and get it up uh, over to twelve thousand flags for uh, the Civil War vets that uh, paid the ult- ultimate sacrifice, and uh, they're going to have a ceremony down here for all veterans and all of those that uh, gave their life for us that uh, are from the state of Wisconsin. So we appreciate that. And that's coming up tomorrow down here. They're going to have the final ceremony. Um, But this portion of the program, by the way, brought to you by a couple of our good friends, uh, one being boondocks, barbecue, brews, and such. Uh, And I'll tell you this, uh, good people out there. And uh, that's a place actually Sunday, if I'm going to go watch something, maybe Sunday, Uh, i head out there because uh, they got that new patio that i have not seen as of yet uh as far as been on i saw them building it but it's on uh, county highway k in oconomowoc uh right out there in uh, the uh well it's a great ride too by the way great ride beautiful area out there and they've got bike parking and such and just really good food huge bar inside and out so stop out the boondocks uh, barbecue and Burgers and Brews on County Highway K in Oconomowoc. Good people out there. So um, the, the, how much does this pertain to the situation in, in Green Bay? Uh, Lamar Jackson, upset. Uh, and uh, for those of you that watch Pro Football Talk Live, the podcast, Uh, Former quarterback Chris Sims, he criticized Lamar Jackson's decision for skipping the OTAs. Now, Jackson, playing with that short contract, he's kind of betting on himself. Him and his mom are his agent, so it's not like he's got an agent to deal with. And he just wants to bounce back and have a big year and then cash in. And Chris Sims said, I've heard Lamar Jackson says he wants to win Super Bowls. He wants to win a bunch of Super Bowls. I think there was a time when he was like, I want to be like Tom Brady. If you remember him saying that early in his career, well, Brady doesn't miss OTAs in year four of his career, is what Sim said. That's what I want to say to some of these young quarterbacks. I hear I want to be like Brady. I want to have a career like Brady. Well, then do what Brady does. Brady didn't miss an OTA until he had pl- until he had played in several Super Bowls. That's just from the football standpoint. I don't get it. I don't uh, don't at all. Chris Sim said, "Well, Lamar Jackson." Um, goes on and says, Lamar wants to be Lamar, Chris. Uh, The part of the OTAs is voluntary. Uh, My guy, I will be there, just not on your watch. It's probably other quarterbacks not attending voluntary OTAs either. But since it's Lamar, it's a huge deal. Find something else to talk about. Jackson took offense to it. Well, you know, again, people talk about wanting to be like Brady. And I know that that's a path that Rodgers has discussed in the past of kind of being like Brady. You know, everybody wants to be Tom and do things in that particular fashion. Well, they're right. Here's the difference, though. Rodgers really wasn't missing OTAs up until last year. I mean, for the most part, Rodgers put in the offseason work and did it with the team. And remember, not only was Rodgers unhappy with, you know, his relationship with leadership, but going into the offseason when they were talking about collective bargaining agreement and such and the Players Association was all gathered, Rodgers, at least to the reports, as the team representative, came into the uh, collective bargaining agreement meetings at the very last day. So it wasn't there throughout the entire discussion, but came in towards the very last day and then recommended to the committee that would then put it to a player vote to say Let's get rid of the OTAs. We don't have to do this anymore. Let's not do this. This is our offseason. It should be our offseason. We go away, we work out, and then we come back for training camp, and that's it. And the players gave that up. The teams didn't want that to happen. The players didn't want it to happen. So Rodgers wasn't real happy about the fact that the players would not back him in going to OTAs or not going to OTAs. So it's, it's a little expected that Rodgers isn't going to be there uh, for the most part, because he doesn't, he feels he knows it. He don't have to go, so why should I be there? And again, it's more about team building, and it's more about the relationships that you build during the OTAs than anything. But Lamar Jackson, also a former MVP, sitting out of OTAs and saying, "Hey, they're voluntary. I don't have to be there. I don't. I don't want to be there. I don't need to be there." Uh, it's not the first time this offseason Jackson uh, has also had the quiet criticism back in, in March. Uh, you know, and he talked about his commitment to Baltimore saying, I love my Ravens and pushed back against what he called a quote, false narrative that he was looking to leave them because he had not signed a long-term deal. And many people thought that while being his own agent, he would have been looking for a long-term deal and looking for the money up front. And he didn't want it. He said, no, I'm good. Don't worry about it. I'm good. I don't need to, I don't need to do that. So he's kind of a guy that's been betting on himself. Now I don't, I don't fault him for that. Look, He's, you know, a guy Darrell Rivas had a lot of success. He signed one and two year deals, made a ton of money betting on himself, went to the highest bidder, was kind of a hired gun all throughout the NFL until finally his career came to an end and he walked away with a ginormous mountain of cash. And he was able to do that. So I, I don't I don't worry about, you know, guys betting on themselves. What you worry about is the commitment to team, the commitment to work, the commitment to not just individual. There's a difference. You know, if 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 you have team workouts versus an individual workout, we go do our own thing, we stay in shape, we we kind of do what we feel is right for us. But for somebody to be there to push us, like if you're if you've got a, a say a trainer, you got a trainer. Your trainer, you're paying your trainer. You know, your, your, your trainer is going to push you, but you're paying your trainer. Your trainer also knows that they're only going to push you so hard before you get pissed off and say, you know what, you're fired. You're pushing me too hard. Whereas coaches, strength and conditioning coaches, those inside the weight room that know you, that know how to push your buttons, and the level of commitment that you show to younger guys. That say, man, if I want to get to the pinnacle and I want to get the contract and I want to get $150 million and I want to be guaranteed money and I want to be great at my profession and I want to be great at the position that I play, I need to do what he does. Well, if you're not there to see it, throughout all of it, all you're learning right now is once you get to the pinnacle, you can just take time off. So, it's it's tough because if you and I had to go to voluntary things and we just didn't want to go or we had something else going on that we really wanted to do, we probably wouldn't go. You know, and you think about it, we probably would say, eh, you know, we can bag this one off, we can bag the next one off. But then you begin to go up the slippery slope of the erosion of commitment. And towards the end of a career, especially when you are pushing all your chips to the middle of the table over the next two, three years to say, this is, my, this is it. This is my chance to get a Super Bowl. This is it. You're kind of thinking to yourself, okay, if you're already okay and taking time off, and, and I'm not to say it's a bad thing. I'm I'm not. But that is the question perceptually outside looking in, whereas Lamar Jackson's only a few years into this thing, and he's going, eh, I'm good. I got it. I'm good. So I get it. Don't necessarily agree with it, but I get it. 877-867-1670, if you got an opinion, hit us up. Again, 877 877- 867-1670, 6, uh, hit us up. Um, the uh, Eric says, Google the Savannah Bananas and tell me baseball can't be fun. <laughs> I got to do that during the commercial break. The Savannah Bananas. Oh, it's ben? Like,
1: it's like the Harlem Globetrotters of minor league baseball, but not like real baseball.
0: Are they the ones that did the dance while the pitcher was pitching?
1: Yeah, they were in the HBO feature. Along with yeah. the Deshaun Watson stuff, but I saw a little glimpse yeah. of this one. It looks funny, but it's like it's not baseball.
0: Yeah, they're the ones that the entire team has a choreographed dance. So as the pitcher begins to wind up and starts to like move on the mound and dance and all that stuff, the entire team does the exact same mirror image dance. Oh you got I did see that. You got dudes
1: pitching in jock straps. It's uh it's yeah.
0: interesting. Yeah. Okay. Basketball can be fun, too, when you have the Harlem Globetrotters. Oh, you I know, used to go all the time. I loved it. Yeah, everybody loves to go see them, especially here in uh, Wisconsin on New Year's Eve when the Harlem Globetrotters used to come here religiously. You know, yeah, that that's, that's fun basketball. But when you get down to the competitive side of things, yeah, I don't think uh, the Savannah Bananas are uh, – or if they're pitching in jocks, the Savannah Banana Hammocks are <laughs> – are winning a lot of games in in the majors I'll tell you that 8778671671 hit us up do it hey don't forget our buddy Jeff and his wife Alicia they're telling you Stolly's Hog Alley is still open out there on Oconomowoc Walk and Summit uh, just because it looks like it's being torn down which it is doesn't mean they're not open uh, they got a lot of construction going on but when it's going to be done oh it's going to be beautiful going to be beautiful. Stop in. That's our friends at Stoley's, Hog Alley. And don't forget about Stole's Old 109 up in Watertown. Another great place to ride to, enjoy some terrific food and uh, entertainment, bands, all that kind of good stuff. Check out our friends from Stoley's. Stay tuned. Final segment on this Friday going into Memorial Day weekend edition of The Bill Michael Show at the War Memorial, downtown Milwaukee. We'll be back right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show. On the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. <laughs> Final segment of the Bill Michaels Show, broadcasting live down here at the War Memorial. Sun is starting to. Uh... To burn off some of the clouds that are above, we've got some blue skies out over the lake and Lake Michigan. If you're watching on the Bud Light live stream, and they have the uh, the field of flags, which continues to grow, and the ceremony down here coming up tomorrow. It is Memorial Day weekend, and remember what Memorial Day weekend is. You don't wish it a happy. You don't have a great. You just say, enjoy your weekend the best you can. I think that's probably the best. The best phrase to be used when it comes to Memorial, honor the weekend, you know, enjoy, you know, what it is you're going to do, the things that you have planned, uh, the unofficial start to summer. Uh, but uh, don't forget about what Memorial Day weekend is. There's been an emphasis over the last, say, half decade to really uh, remember uh, those that have paid the ultimate sacrifice. So we have the freedoms to go to baseball games and IndyCar races and watch Formula One and NASCAR and basketball and such. So Don't forget about it. Don't forget about it. And appreciate everybody, uh, you know, kind of hanging out with us today, both on the Bud Light live stream and over the air as well. And on all the different platforms. By the way, you can find us on Spotify. You can find us on uh, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts. Uh, Thanks for listening over on iHeart and the Odyssey app. Uh, Our website, which is TheBillMichaels.com, DBellmichaels.com. Our friends at WOZN, The Zone out in Madison, our flagship station. You can download the app and take us anywhere and everywhere. So appreciate all of you paying attention to us uh, right then and there as well. Um, A couple other things just to kind of wrap up the weekend. Uh, Got some emails here. This one is from Jason who says, uh, people need to leave Aaron Rodgers alone. He knows the inside and outs of the offense better than anybody. I'm sure that once he gets into camp, he's going to be expecting the young guys to be on the same page as him. And he can't get them there by himself. He has to have the coaching staff to do so. Don't worry about Aaron. He'll be just fine. I don't think anybody's worried about Aaron. I'm not. I, I'm not in any way, shape, or form I'm not worried about Aaron. I think what people are worried about is getting the the young guys up to speed so Aaron can rely on them might be the best way to put it, to where he doesn't have to worry about whether or not to trust somebody. That that's, that. that's There's nothing more to it than that. I agree with you. There is no way that Aaron Rodgers is coming in unprepared. None. 100% agree. I think when you kind of get off the rails is when you think that Aaron's going to walk in and all of a sudden trust Christian Watson or trust trust Romeo Dubs or, you know, a Sammy Watkins. He's never worked with them before. Still hasn't. And the only way to build up that trust and that rapport is by being familiar with one another. So we'll see. I Look, I'm good with it. I really am. I just don't want to have issues mid-season and then hear this, well, we're not on the same page yet. When you've got two, three months buildup into training camp and all you had to do was walk through the door. So that was it. Um, in the meantime, this is from uh, Andy. Uh, no, that's from Andy. Andy says, uh, what do you think of Colin Kaepernick getting a contract with the Raiders? Do you think it's going to happen? Well, as far as we know, As far as we know, and this came out a little earlier today, is that uh, the workout, at least according to Jeremy Fowler of ESPN, it went well. Adam Schefter said the same thing. Uh, The workout was, quote, positive, but there's not a deal that's imminent right now. Um, They said the strength, the conditioning, and such stood out of his workout, uh, but no signing was imminent. uh, At least as of late last night, the Raiders considered Kaepernick's uh, workout a positive. Uh, And now that's according to a source. Doesn't say if it's uh, Kaepernick's source or the Raiders' source. Uh, But Vegas could be looking for another passer to serve as the backup for Derek Carr, despite trading for the former New England Patriots quarterback, Jared Stidham. Remember, their new head coach, which is uh, a former offensive offensive coordinator for, was the offensive coordinator for Josh McDaniels uh, for New England. He then traded for Stidham. Uh, and they also signed a Nick Mullins uh, NFL team's workouts. Quarterbacks typically throw uh, the route tree and implement uh, team-specific offensive principles on the field to meet with coaches. Team workouts are considered less scripted than the player-organized workout Kaepernick has been doing in the past to showcase his talents to the NFL team. So they said when it came to working with the team and doing it in their facet rather than kind of on your own terms – he still performed pretty well, and another potential link to Kaepernick is the Raiders' offensive coordinator, Mick Lombardi, who was the 49ers' assistant from 2013 through 2016. So he knows Kaepernick rather well, So, but no deal imminent as of yet. Um, so nothing, nothing there. By the way, uh, Josh McDaniels talking about the workout and Kaepernick uh, coming into camp uh, did say that, uh, you know, look, Derek Carr, You know, whether or not it was a heads up for him, no. He said, uh, nah, nah, I mean, I think Derek's pretty comfortable with where he's at, according to uh, Josh McDaniels. He said, I think he knows who he is for us, and I know he knows how I feel about him, how we feel about him. I don't think that's a really big thing to Derek at this point, as if, you know, and again, but he puts at the very end, at this point, you know, like uh, there's no reason that Derek Carr should feel threatened at all by Colin Kaepernick, and going back to what um, what uh, you know, we were talking about with Andrew Brandt earlier, and I agree, there isn't a team in the NFL that's right now, and I shouldn't even say right now, there isn't a team that is in some way, shape, or form looking for a starting quarterback and going to Colin Kaepernick. I don't think there is. I think any team that would be doing that would be crazy at this point. When there's other backups that have been playing in the league, been practicing in the league, been working in the league for the last you know year, three, four, five years, when Kaepernick has been out, that anybody is then searching for a starting quarterback and that's going to be Colin Kaepernick. I don't. I don't think that's the case. I would be some. I would be shocked, quite frankly, if a team said, "Okay, our quarterback's down." In training camp, we're going to go with Colin Kaepernick. I think I'd be shocked. I really would be. Um, coming up. Uh, well, by the way, we're not because uh, we're airing. What are we airing on Monday, Ben? A best of a lot of. It will be the best of a lot of segments compiled from the last couple days, interviews, all that. Okay. Too bad then that you did not have. We did not have the audio of the chair breakage. I know. I combed through it, it
1: meticulously,
0: but okay, did not come that to been be the best of. Too bad we didn't have the video of that. That's for damn sure. Daniel so, and, Toma's, uh, we not be here.
1: Daniel and Toma's call from a couple days ago did make the list, though.
0: <laughs> Love Daniel and Toma. Who knows? Maybe I'm going to see him at the winery this weekend. So uh, I am off. Uh, we are off on Monday. We'll be back at it again on Tuesday to talk about the culmination of the weekend. Uh, I am leaving the War Memorial. I'm going to change uh, vehicles when I get home. And then after that, we are heading up to uh, Four Seasons Island Resort in Pembine. I'll probably see. If you're good heading up there, I'll see you up there tonight for sure. And then tomorrow, going to be over at Forge Fire or Forgotten Fire Winery, I should say. Forgotten Fire Winery in Peshtigo. Get there about noon. Be there for a few hours. We'll see you there. i uh, got a couple other things I'm going to do after that. And then back to uh, Four Seasons for the evening. And then back down into the Milwaukee area on uh, Sunday And then I think it's rest and relaxation. I don't know what I'm going to do on Monday, but whatever it is, I'm sure it's going to be, uh, you know, with with a beverage in hand. But uh, look for all that. Uh, So that's coming up this weekend. Hopefully uh, the rest of you all remember what the weekend is all about. Enjoy the weekend, uh, but remember the weekend uh, as well. And, Ben, you be safe down in Chicago. I'm telling you, three dots and a dash, take a snorkel. That's my best advice. Three dots and a dash, take a snorkel and Google it, you'll be good to go. I'm sure, you're, uh, I'm sure your friends will enjoy it, too. Take a little bit of cash, but it's not going to break the bank. Put it that way. I think that's it. Hey, thanks to Dan Buttrey. Uh He is the uh, CEO and the president down here of the War Memorial as they continue their fundraising efforts. But don't forget uh, this weekend, if you're out for a remembrance, tomorrow morning, the field of flags, the celebration, the ceremony, if you will, of uh, those who have paid the ultimate sacrifice so we can enjoy the freedoms that we're going to have this weekend. So until we talk again, have a great time. Remember what the weekend's about, and we'll reconvene again on Tuesday. Time for us to go. Have a going. The Bill Michaels Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.